Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your daily dose of Donna, and here is the official start. That was like a little technical mishap, but what else is new? I am your host, Donna Bowling. It's January 25th. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It is a very exciting day here for me because I finally got my program show up on video to go live. It started today. It was quite an experience, if I can be honest. There was a lot a lot, a lot of work that went into this, and I feel just really good that it's finally out there in the world, and it's a done deal. It is a done deal. You guys, <laughs> I'm tired today. You want to know why? Like, you have a choice. Um, if you don't want to know why, I guess you wouldn't be listening. So I live in Los Angeles. Those of you that know me know this, and last night at 2 a.m., there was an earthquake of 4.2 from Malibu. I want to start a song. 4.2 in Malibu. I don't think I'll be getting any record deals anytime soon, but it was enjoyable just to think about that for a second. It was a 4.2 earthquake in Malibu. It woke both my husband and I up. He's a very solid sleeper. I am not. But we both jumped up. Now, mind you, I wake up around 5, 5.20 every single morning because I work out at 6. So I understand, you know, about the amount of sleep that I need so that I feel somewhat like a functioning human. I need to be sleeping by 10.30 or 10.30 or like 11. 11 should be maximum, okay? Maximum 11 p.m. But most of the time I need to be sleeping at 10.30. Like sleeping, not like reading a book. Sleeping. So that when I wake up at five, because I, I sleep like I sleep like shit. I'm up 15 times a night. So that when I wake up at, you know, 520, I don't feel like death. Well, last night I had some friends over. If you will listen to yesterday's episode, it was two guys, a girl, and a summer in Israel. Or one girl or two guys. I can't remember how I titled it. But last night, if you watch my Instagram stories, you saw that my friends Dave and Adam from when I was 16 years old came over and we gathered around my bonus room TV we plugged in the old school v- VCR. We stayed down here because, you know, if you have a house with kids, you know that you can't, you can't by any means be social after they like try to go into their rooms because they just want to hang. And I don't have a big house. And so we came down here, we poured ourselves a glass of wine and we went through quite possibly one of the most like jaw dropping, shocking couple hours of my life, which was revisiting essentially one of your biggest, most fondest memories of your life, right? When I was 16, I went on this trip. It was seven or eight weeks. We went to Israel just to refresh for those of you that didn't listen yesterday. And my parents kind of just like, it wasn't my parents. My mom was like here, I think it was like $7,000. I can't remember how much, which is a lot of money at that time for sure. I remember she had no money to spend on this and she did it for me because she's a good mom like that. And she essentially sent me on my way with just a couple of people that I knew. I went to high school with some of them to go on this trip to Israel. 
And what transpired in those seven weeks, which was honestly, when I tell you foundational life-changing experience for me and watching the video last night with Dave and Adam, who I have such a deep, strong relationship with for so many years, I felt all the feelings. I laughed my ass off. I cringed in embarrassment for the way I looked, acted, sounded. I died over how other people looked. I couldn't remember half the people. The music choices, the outfit choices, the editing. It was so good and it was so interesting. And it's like, I'm so jealous that basically our kids' entire lives are on video. Because they will always have something, hopefully, to access where they can watch themselves grow up, right? We have, like, home videos, like, every once in a while, whatever. But the fact that there's, like, essentially a little documentary around this trip that we took is so cool and so special. And also, I got sad. And we were talking last night, and I was like, I want to cry. And they were like, why? Why? And I said, it's because I feel like life will never be that good. Again, it will never be that good. It will never feel so fun. It will never be so carefree. And then they reminded me, they said, you know, Donna, life wasn't so easy even then. I said, but no responsibilities, no kids, no marriage, no bills. Just you look at that and you're like, it's so carefree. But when we were there... We were all emotional messes. We had crushes that broke our heart. We got in fights with our girlfriends or our guy friends. We, you know, didn't like the way we looked. We were hot and tired. We were stressed out about whatever, you know, little situation. We were complaining about the hike that we had to take from uh, one sea to the other. There was relative stress. And when we were in the moment... We didn't feel like it was the, this is the best experience ever, every day. Looking back on it, coming back to it and seeing things in hindsight, you're like, that was fucking amazing. And Dave, one of my friends, Dave, like kept mentioning this one thing and I thought it was so cool. So there was these talent shows. We had three talent shows on these, on this program. Cause I guess, what do you do when you're 16 and like you spend a lot of time together and there's no screens. Remember not one phone, not one anything. You like perform. And we had a lot of really, you know, that's, that's a Jewish culture thing maybe too. I don't know. Maybe it's everyone, but like, man, we performed. And so every single time there was a talent show, these kids would come up with heavy amounts of talent, like high amounts of talent and some not just to be honest and, and vulnerably and with lack of, of fear of what will people say or think or talk about me with the inability to wonder, like, will people see this at home online? There was not even a thought that someone would see this online. Yes, you could take a picture. No one else had a video camera except the counselor. We didn't really, we were going to get video of it. The way that people just showed up and were themselves, like silly and funny. And I mean, there was a kid that wrote a poem a boy that wrote a poem about 
a mole in a hole or something, and 16 years old and stood there in front of 100 other 16, 17-year-old, some jerks, some nice, some fun, some popular, some too cool for school, some, you know, awkward introverted, and said the poem about a mole in a hole, and we all cheered him on. That was the coolest thing to see, is the amount of support we had for each other, the amount of like, I remember feeling just like we are one. It was like a family. I guess that's a summer camp thing also, you know, or like a theater production, like if you're in a musical with people. When will it ever be like that again? When will it ever be that good? And I just, you know, sat there yesterday and I laughed and I almost cried. And then I started to really go down some sort of like guilt shame spiral about, oh my God, who I was at 16. And I started to remember and they reminded me of all these stories about things I've done, you know, when I was a teen and then in my 20s and like, you know, just crazy stuff that I've kind of blocked out, I think. And then you start to be like, I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I'm so guilty. Like, I feel so bad. I'm sorry I hurt you. I'm sorry I did this. Like, I can't believe I did that. Why did I do that? And What's cool about it is, once again, you know, Dave said today, he said, it all, you know, led you to this. Like, it led you to become the adult that you are. And that's the cool thing about growing up. It's like, you're supposed to fuck up. And you're supposed to get too drunk and hook up with too many guys. And you're supposed to, you know, jump off uh, the cliff when everyone else is doing it and then learn that it hurts. You're supposed to get your heart broken and you're supposed to feel alone. And you're also supposed to feel part of something so big and so amazing. It's all like, it was all leading to this, right? Just like right now at 41, it's all leading to later too. And it's all a learning experience. All the ups, all the downs, all the sad, all the good, all the jokes, all the loneliness, like the crying when we got back, I'll never forget coming home and just crying, crying. And meanwhile, 26 years later, two of my closest from that trip are sitting in my bonus room, which is my office, with my two kids and my husband in the other room sleeping. And we're drinking wine and we are laughing and just reminiscing. I just thought it was a really, really cool experience. So. That is today's episode, why you should always do what feels uncomfortable and go back and visit your younger self. And then also, when you do that, make sure it's not on a night where there's an earthquake and you don't get to sleep because then the next day you're all like emo like I am. Thanks, guys. I will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for joining Daily Dose.